Hello and welcome to a DM's Travel Book Club, a guide to the planes, where each episode we explore a new plane of existence as outlined in the Great Will cosmology as found in the role-playing game Dungeons and Dragons. With me this week oh my is God. Fiona. Don't ruin it. I did we it. One that. take, no checks. We got it. We got it. Excellent. That's all I want for the trailer. Anyway, with me, as as always, is the wonderful, the magnificent Fiona. How are you? Hello. I am doing very well. We're not filming late at night. It's actually quite nice and sunny yes. where I am. You can't tell in my room because it's always got the curtains closed. And you're, the, yeah, and you're, you're always like, like, yeah, you're always put like studio perfect. And you see me going through different stages of like, <laughs> oh, I had a good day. Oh, I had a bad day. Yeah. Oh, but it is so. daytime. It is daytime. Daytime. Yes. So maybe we'll be more buzzy or maybe we'll be less buzzy. We will see. Because you don't get oh. that sort of like tired loopiness that you get. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so you might actually get content. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might get like actual content. Uh, but, um, but yeah, no, I'm doing very well. How are you doing, Hamilton? All good with you? I'm doing good. Yes, I'm Hamilton. If if it's if oh, this well is going out <laughs> audio as well, but yes, no. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I had, a, as I said to you earlier, got had a session zero for my uh, piratey game, so I'm all Yay. very excited about that. So yes. Mm. And I had some exciting news that I can't share, but I'm very excited nope. about. Just very excited about, yeah, just before so, we went live, some exciting yeah. news, and we're like both like, ooh, very exciting. So, so yeah, it's all very exciting. Um, so, so F- Fiona. S- yeah, yes, yeah, so exciting that yeah. we are going to not one, but two paradises. We there you are. go. Exactly. <laughs> the pastoral splendor of Bytopia we are Woo-hoo. in. in. It has uh, two layers, and it is the basically the home of most of the Nobish Pantheon, which we'll find out about. It's Yay! a it's a very interesting as I enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it? You very said you very much enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I think to be fair, uh, as a slight behind the scenes stuff, so on our sibling podcast DM's book club there is an episode dedicated to gnomes and halflings from Mordekhan's Tome of Foes. And whilst we don't go necessarily into lots of de- deep detail about the Gnomish Pantheon stuff like that, I highly recommend, if you're still able to look at the books, obviously I know it's now legacy content, the Gnomish, pa- Gnomish Pantheon and just everything about gnomes, it's just really interesting. And for me, they've always, they've always had a soft spot in my heart and reading them in comparison to Halflings is really, really fascinating. So I'd, I'd actually yeah. recommend that if you wanted something a little bit different, try reading that and then look at Bytopia stuff. Because obviously, as you said, this is the home of the yeah. uh, Gnomish uh, deities, essentially. Yeah. So I, got, I feel like I had a bit one, more into really, it. And one who oh, well, always we don't, lives We in don't about. talk about that one. It's like we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Erdel. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, I really liked yeah. this one. And I liked how it's described. Like, again, for me, this is one of the easier planes to actually visualize because it's like mm. a sandwich uh, yeah. which I quite like this idea that the, the two planes it's like you've got one above the sky yeah. and the one below it and it's almost like a mirror image like a like there's a mirror in between mm. and it's reflected it's above. actually quite cool yeah it is, it's a very simple um, but it's, it's a concept like all of them always have a good concept but this is a great simplified concept of yeah, two layers of a plane, like upside, like a yeah. As you said, there's a mirror in the middle, but one they are slightly different in their in their tones. So, mm. well, maybe we work, we we go on to on to on to that then. But, let's well, let's talk, about, let's talk about the overall the overall like ideology behind it. So it is a good plane. Mm. It is yep. a, a, a neutral as all of them of these planes of conflict are. It's neutral, but it is mm-hmm. it's not pure neutral good. It's like. No. Neutral, neutral good. <laughs> neutral, neutral good. Yeah, absolutely. with a hint of yeah, exactly. Um, but mm. 
it is um, it is uh, uh, it is the home to hard work basically i think that's the best way to put it <laughs> it is it's the the good of a of a it's um it's a good of the good feeling of of a good day's labor doing mm. something that you love uh, to do i think that it, it it makes the point that people who work on this that everyone who does a job here they do the job that they wish to do so it's a labor of yes. love as much yes. as work so it's ne- no job is like a hardship in the sense of like mm. oh i don't want to do this it's people who come to this plane do the they their jobs that they're doing are the ones that they've wanted to do it's like if if we were on said a plane, we'd be making content like podcasts Con- or yeah, playing be, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Or we'd be making though. content, but also I, I, yeah. you missed out the key thing was that once it's done, that yeah. they do want to get a good value for it. So whilst earth, uh, work ethic is strong, they also yeah. like a good good value for money, a uh, good value for oh, their yeah. work. You know? Exactly, but I, yeah. Yeah, but I, I agree. I, in my head, how I see this, because it's painted very pastorally, this idea mm. of like, you know, home crafts. Uh, I instantly got, and yeah. I appreciate this, it's a very UK niche reference. I know we do them all the time, but mm. Hamilton, have you ever been to or heard of a place called Beamish at all in the UK? Beamish? No. Beamish, yeah. B-E-A-M-I-S-H. It is a living museum in Yorkshire mm. where it, it's basically this huge town and it goes from like the 19, uh, sorry, 1890s all the way up to sort of uh, early 1920s. And you have these things of like, you know, here are the trams, here are people working and all that sort of thing. And it's just like a living recreational thing. And you have them in the US quite a bit yeah. as well. But it's fascinating because obviously they have all this stuff and they, they do like crafts there. They do, there's a sweet shop there where they make all the sweets from scratch. And it's, it's very fascinating to be there as a, you know, time traveler, tourist or whatever. And that's how yeah. I imagine it is that everyone's working everyone's like hello it's all very lovely and local but actually i feel like this is more how maybe the, the way badtopia is presented to me i actually actually got these images of how businesses nowadays like to think we do like haha you love to work here oh excellent yes you know think you know, hang in there all these sort of like mottos and like I love working for business. You know? <laughs> That's how I actually see it, rather than this pastoral thing, which is like, here's an idealized concept, but I feel like it's something that businesses nowadays really want to get into. Like, this is what happy yeah. workers are hard working workers, all that sort of jazz. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I think that's the thing. And it, it so it is it is as it says in the thing, this is not um the bergs are not crowded or polluted, no huge mechanized like mechanists yeah. like gearworks block out of the sky, tall towers don't billow, forth clouds of noxious smoke, and factories mm-hmm. don't dump poison into the streams. Bytopia remains as pristine as its crafters, artisans, and simple folk who work hard in quiet rural settings throughout the frame. And the thing, so you're right, it is that sort of idealized Hovis advert sounding, you know, yes, um, rolling absolutely. hills and people, you know, yeah, it's that simple, the simple life or whatever people used to, you know, the good life sort of ideal, isn't it? Of yeah. Like, yeah, you do an how, honest, how it very non polluting, yeah. you know, working a, like, mindfulness sort of things like making mm. you know making uh, joinery you know doing some mm. like yeah trade works yeah. that are just like about making craft you know mm. so you can I imagine beautiful sculptures and like um mm. like um, woodwork and all yeah, woodworking and, and like and, and gem uh, gemstones they make beautiful jewelry so it's lots of like fantastic things uh like that as well as mm. the, but there are two layers to it as we said and one is actually slightly more um physical like mm. physical work whilst the other is much more craft work mm. da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> sorry i'm just thinking of craft work now but um 
I think was um, but if we stick with the work theme as it, it does mm. say yeah, yeah every cutter does only what he or she loves to do the philosophy, the philosophy extends to everything including work so the goods here produced are both a business and a labour of love as a result the work ethic is very strong so folks who don't share this ethic are treated coolly it says you know no one's going to be treated badly but it's very much yeah. and so adventurers especially are considered wastrels yeah. lazy sods who wander around without producing anything of substance yeah i think my, the quote that i pulled out was bytopians don't extend credit which yeah. i love because you yeah. know that happens in every single part of the year well i've got 20 gold now i could pay 20 gold and he's like no, <laughs> no. it's it's 40 gold <laughs> like, yeah. it's 20 it's gold no but you can wash the dishes and mow the fields and do some laboring you know to help like you work for your you work for your keep as they say if you don't have yeah. the, the, the coin yeah exactly so yeah and sort of it gets that thing like production and making stuff is wonderful but mm. it's wasted without the business of trade yeah. and i think it feels this feels very different this theme feels very different yeah. compared to all the other planes we go to because i don't think realistically how much of our dnd campaigns revolve around shopping and trade and stuff you should have one episode one shopping episode yeah and it takes forever <laughs> but actually having a whole plane dedicated to this kind of thing because this is like mm. not i wouldn't say the outlet mall because that's not what it is but this is the the shopping center to get all the best really goods is, yeah. right so it is where like, all well, the trades uh, the people come to to trade with goods get goods and they are the best goods on the plane so this is where all your top quality like non weapon I, I clarify because it's not definitely not weaponized it's all very no. artistic art and craft art, art, yeah artis artisan stuff but yeah like any any good big shopping mall it's really bloody hard to get to because there's yes. no <laughs> there's yeah. no big paths there there's no big it's like off the beaten path so like if yeah. you've been to the trafford center if you've been to westfield it's slightly out of town so you have to yeah. make your way there like in the in the travel caravan and all that sort of thing which i was like that's so no, true to life <laughs> it is true because like unlike a lot of the other places that are touched by the great pass as they're known so that because it's in the good uh the sort of upper plains it, mm -hmm. there's obviously idrasil or uh, shianus uh that can touch these things you can only get to bytopia through the trade gate or through a portal uh yeah. so it like makes you work for it to even it get there yeah absolutely yeah, get there. absolutely um but it says for every center it's a bit give it it's not again it's but then with this it is still very agrarian very pastoral so it is mm -hmm. three times the amount of area of wilderness for every commercial center so mm. you've got to trade to get so again you've got to work to get between places but it is still mm. again just clarifying that point of which it did make me think like i'm sure they could they are missing a trick with a plane that is maybe like its evil counterpart which i don't think they've really done which is the sort of like do you know what i mean there isn't one that's very much like the the sort of the what's the word corporate. i'm looking for uh, the capitalist extreme business. do you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean the sort of like evil capitalist everything is like polluted and and it's just like people working consistently and it could be you know there could be a very good allegory for the capitalist societies I, I, that we I, live in i feel like it could be either of the two planes we've got left so obviously we've got the gray waste or gehenna yeah. or if, if you're looking around for a plane that's like that and you can't find it you're actually already on that plane <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it it's the material plane sure. we knew it this whole time oh, oh my shit. god the real yeah. world exactly that's yeah. it exactly so so maybe but i think there's also like if you you can always make your own planes but i think there's also as we're learning there's a lot of the and there's something that happens in this we'll talk about where there are planes that are being stolen by other planes and you could mm -hmm. have a part of mechanus that's been that's stolen 
a bit of of bitopia made it too lawful and therefore made it yeah. so regulatory and therefore like you could have a really like overly complex you know i don't know fiscal based system yeah like, as, as it stocks and shares and uh, all or, like yeah. uh yeah, there's a bell yeah. ringing at the morning when they've exactly. opened the, the, the business stock exchange. And you could see one that's been taken over by a more evil side that's like a part of Bytopia that's like, an, a, a, like a, a plane, like a demi-plane of, of battle or something that's sort of, or Gehenna, that's sort of this very mm. capitalist society. And you could, you could have fun with those, I think, which yeah. is interesting. No, I, I think that's great. Speaking of, though, like you said, so mm. the, the two different planes, obviously you've got the more yeah. pastoral one, which is, like you said, the more sort of refined. Uh, mm. They've already got the raw materials. But then... The, the the other plane the, the I I always assumed the one above but that not yeah. might not be the case because they are mirror images like you said that's more rougher and that's like getting the raw materials that's like gemstones yeah. the steel the iron and you might wonder I guess how do you get from one plane oh. to the other yeah so Hamilton I'm going to ask you how do oh we get how do you get to one plane to the other well there are multiple ways you can get from one plane to the other let's go from the simplest to the funnest right so the yes. easiest one is like you you they they so the planes are arranged we said like on top of each other but where yeah. mountains rise up to meet another mountain comes down and some of them are so mm. tall that they meet over that mirror plane and so yeah. that the mountains connect so you walk up and one of them has been uh, the greatest one I forget the name of it what the actual mountain itself uh, is Center called Center Spire um, I believe it's called Center Spire Center Spire thank you um, Center Spire has been uh, uh, routed out on the edges with a stair a spiral staircase that goes all the way up to the point and then all the way way down however it's worth noting that that where that transition is uh you have to change um <laughs> you have to change gravity and so everyone has to make dex checks and stuff like that for all those sort of fun ideas but yeah so that's one way the other way is mm -hmm. you find yourself a portal uh between mm -hmm. the two layers there aren't those they are heavily um guarded and run and there is uh like a like a toll bridge you have to pay the toll yep. to go through Tariffs. and stuff like yep. that like the short there's a shortcut in bath which is a, there's a toll bridge in bath which is like run by a private uh, family still they've been running it for like hundreds of years i think um but it's a good little shortcut but yeah you have to pay the toll to go across um or uh, last but definitely not the least the the most fun is you basically have they have made um hot air balloons they're like balloon mm. sacks that are made from fabric and cloth and uh, and or like hides even i think uh, they say yeah. where they fill them with hot air and they hold up uh, tin or wooden containers that then float up using the hot air like a hot air balloon and by the time they get to the halfway point, they've obviously figured out the mathematics of it to make the, the heat. By the time it gets up, it cools as it rises. And mm. so it basically gets to that midpoint and then it flips gravity and then it's cooled enough that then it starts to fall down Sink. the other side. Yeah. It's Brilliant. just amazing. It's so good. That, I, I thought that was very cool. And I, I guess it's such a different view mm. of traveling by air balloon compared to Carceri, which is always like skin balloons. And you're like, yeah. Here it's like we just not use normal balloons. Yeah, like, <laughs> like we, well, yeah, fabric and cloth balloons. Fabric, fabric balloons. But yeah, it's, yeah. and I again, and that'll be a really cool thing to describe to your players when they mm. arrive. As like they see these, 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 these weight, this transportation method of the stuff like loads of balloons. I guess like yeah. in like the Bristol air, um, air show, the yeah. idea that they sort of go and they switch over and they're literally like yesterday I was in my garden and yeah. I was just we like got home. I only just gone to bed. It was still sunny. Sat outside, had a had a little like glass of wine and stuff, and suddenly I heard. <gasps> 
like this. That's like fucking hell, thing. And it was literally only like a hundred foot up. It was not because we live up slightly up the hill as well. And mm. so I was like, holy shit, balls! What is this thing? It's massive. <laughs> I was like, hello. <laughs> we actually see the people. So it's kind of a, it's that's quite, um, very true. cool. Um, that's so cool. But yes, but that I guess is the, how you travel. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think what the other cool things were, like I said, we had some mirror planes, so quite a lot of it is mirrored. But the thing I thought was really cool, again, just mm. talking about the sort of geographical features of it, mm. is that there is no natural light per se, but it still goes, you know, dark yeah. and, and, and light as well. But I love the idea that you look up and you don't see yeah. stars, but you see the little fires and, and campfires glistening yeah. around. I just thought that's such a cool concept that they're far enough away that you can't make out the thing it's not like inception mm. like where things are bent over but it's just yeah i just thought that was so interesting and really really cool like this yeah. idea that you know you can the, the sky changes and they're flickering and it's just exactly. yeah it could be a lot very it's such a lovely that. it's such a lovely feeling isn't it actually because mm. i think that's well if we want to get too into it i think that idea of like when you look at the stars they're lights of other people you know you have that sort of is there anyone out there but in that there is yeah. other people that you're looking out at, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice and that sort of i really like that yeah. Yeah. Uh, whilst we're on the sort of like uh, on the sort of where the climatic elements of the geography, it, every yep. day is the same length as every other day, uh, but they mm -hmm. do experience all four seasons. Um, so, so the two layers we haven't named them. The the no. the layer which is more pastoral, more uh, the more craft and artisanal. You know, working from the already pre um, got uh, 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 raw materials is called uh, Dothian which Dothian, is yeah. um, much more calm rolling hills, much mm. more, the seasons are mild. So the winters are mild, they never get bitterly cold and the summers are not unbearably hot. It's all very just beautiful. You know, it will get colder in the winter and it will get mm. hotter in summer, but I just imagine it's like always like a brisk February, you know, those first sunny, mm. early, like late winter days. Um, whilst- Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to add on to that because, again, I got another UK reference, which, again, mm. I appreciate you might not get. Um, but did you ever watch as a kid uh, reruns of Campbell Whip Green with Windy Miller at all? No, I didn't. No. no. Uh, so it's like a very stop motion thing, and it's all everyone's like, hello, Windy Miller. Hello, oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And it's I know, just that, yeah. I can guess what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. You could have guessed exactly what it's like. But that's the idea I had was like, this is all very much like a, everyone knows each other. Everyone's like, ah, so again, very yeah. idealistic. Like, oh, how's the, how's the crops doing today? Oh, they're doing very well oh great well very i can't wait to try your bread it is very archers camberwick greens yeah, that, yeah that's how again playing that to your players if they're not 100 yeah. sure because obviously we've just come realistically from the beastlands it's not as wild here it's a few yeah. more towns to play but it still has that beautiful pe pe uh, pastoral yeah. s and i think it's that it does mention that about like the fauna of the place is very much less sort of like um, aggressive bestial sort of it's not jaguars and panthers like that it's mm. very much like it's very much more like boar probably and you know horses and cows and sheep and yeah. goats and stuff like that it's very much yeah. more your know, pastoral sort of like um existence than, than sort of bears and sort of like things that are going to attack exactly. or you know more dangerous animals as well yes yes um Agreed. so then the uh, the other plane that's then that we've been mentioning is a shuruk which is um there Sorry, is yeah. um, is the opposite. There it's chilling, blustery winds herald the arrival of charcoal, black storm clouds, driving sheets of rain, or snow that whips through the air, stinging, cutting, exposed skin. 
and sort of like the weather also translates into the into the sort of landscape. So instead of rolling hills and rivers and streams and ponds, it's more rushing, rushing streams and whitewater rapids and rougher, rugged. You know, I'm thinking more crag, uh, the crags in um, the the uh, the and the more the moors more and uh, mm. you know Lake Districts, but like getting up into the the to crags. Yeah, all, they, the yeah. Crags. yeah, the sort of yeah, yeah, like um, yeah, if you. If you've read any sort of um, like Wuthering Heights, that idea, like yeah. oh the moors and they're very yeah. passionate, temperate, uh, yeah. etc. Yeah, the, the idea that the people who live there they're rougher, wilder, but they're more independent. Yeah. So they're not yeah. necessarily isolated, but it, that doesn't that's not like a bad thing. It's yeah. just like we're we're just with our environment. So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, yeah, again, for uh, inspiration, looking at smaller towns, who you maybe even like mm. further afield than obviously. I know we are very UK focused, but like you know, thinking about like. Um, uh, is it the Mayans, I think, uh, were, or Mach Mach Machu Picchu and all that sort of thing, where they, you know they have really high villages in, in, in mountains yeah. and stuff like that, and it, they just get on with it. You know, they don't, yeah. they don't get. You know, it's like, well, this is our existence. We've dealt with this. You know. Yeah, and it's and it's like it is slightly less uh, inhabited, but it's more like because of the weather, people are in smaller, close knit communities based around the the sort of um, the ore or raw material that they're, they're collecting. So um, whilst I see that they're independent in different ways, if you're on Dothian, you're more independent in that you don't rely on so many other people for your existence uh, uh, and but then have and have more independence in your craft because you literally make your craft yourself. You just need to get the raw materials to then do what you're making. You might have a couple of people working for you whilst on um, Dothion, you're more independent in that you are separated from larger, more people, but then you are in smaller groups and you're more dependent on those people for survival and for the craft that you, your your work, which is like mining for for, for the ore or um, uh, tending to the forests and sort mm -hmm. of getting the, the, the lumber and all that. So it's kind of, um, yeah, it's, 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 they're interesting and I think you can find sort of like interesting uh, relations between the two of those, uh, I mm. think, which is quite, um, it, it, yeah. I think that's kind of, I think yeah. it's kind of fun, and it, it kind of, it kind of creates enough of a, unlike a lot of other layers where I think there's this, this one has quite a lot more similarities between each of them, but they're very much like a, a two sides of the same coin, as, as I say. Yes, and it's than, more obvious yeah. that as yeah. a result, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I also double checked. I've also double checked. It's Incan. Not Mayan for Machu yeah. Picchu. I knew as I said, I was like, I'm going to get it wrong, so I'll just double check that. Yes, Incans. Incans. As well. Anyway, I thought I'd check and not be shouted at later on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that really gives you an overview of the sort of geography of the place, because otherwise yeah. it's it's very it's very there. There are big towns and there are big centres, and we will come on to those. So mm -hmm. um, is it worth moving on to to those first, and then we could go on to the magical conditions? Yeah. So like places yeah, let's, let's do that. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. Yeah, these ideas of having like the, yeah the centres where that is the yeah. biggest sort of marketplace, or that's the place you're most likely to go with your uh, adventurers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when you're on the on the two, the, so the first plane, it's the first plane because it, we say it's the first plane, and it's the one you think of the bottom because it's the first one they talk about, which is Dothian, which yeah. is the which is the one you enter through Trade Gate. So Trade Gate is its Outlands post. Like all of these have a Gate Town on the Outlands, and Trade Gate is the one for for Biotopia. Um, and so you then enter into Dothian, Dothian from there. So the land of pastoral industry, as it said. So mm -hmm. it's the pre-industrial industrial world as it calls it yep. again so here the um 
the the main the main center is known as yeoman, um, yeoman. which is uh, again it's obviously got very English tones to it because very hard because a yeoman yeah. is the sort of is a, is a type of like the old uh, English for for sort of working the land um, yep. uh, sort of peoples so people that roll, roll, run the land I can't remember actually I should know this from our Tudor learnings but I've forgotten it what they do yes, what actually uh, a yeoman does yes something like that I, yeah, yeah. I, I again don't look at me <laughs> Yeah, um, but I, I think yeah, because that, that's like the big sort of market, like decent sized market burg, and then mm. any of the towns around it, which it doesn't really mention too much in mm. the in the book itself. But again, that obviously invites you to do it. But this idea yeah. that most towns they're just farming communities, yeah. and they're each organised enough to have their own town militia and town council. So you're yeah. like perfect. That's that means you can just yeah, drop them just in drop anywhere, them going in. yeah, that's exactly can we right. go? And you're like this way. Yeah. So yeah, but Yeoman is the heart. It's the centre of it, and it's run by a conclave of masters, which is a group of guild masters yes. and mistresses that has to approve uh, by simple majority vote all of the mayor's schemes so there's a mayor and there's a sort of council below that um, and so you can kind of see there's some good like you can imagine some quite good uh, political intrigue between those things mm. and um, yeah and, and it's basically got the, the great bazaar where there's going to be all of the, the objects that you want to if you're ever going there to buy anything is where everything is happening that is probably the centre of the town um, I think what's interesting is that there is a um there is a spell particular to to yes. uh Bytopia which is called value and value. it's been made because there's a lot you know just so that you can cast this on on things uh if you learn the spell to determine the value within a certain depending on your skill sets and without going too deep into it you can get better better roles for it but basically it will, it will mm. tell you within good good uh, knowledge of what the value of something is by using a magical means people will find it a little bit um uh, will get a bit peery if you use it upon them but obviously they will use it equally upon anyone else so you have to go in there with the knowledge that it's just to try and find if you're getting something because there was a big problem it said with people making fakes and trying to sell fake yeah. items and trying to overvalue things it was so and, common and that uh, you had to they had to make the spell to overcome it and what's interesting this i think again we've t talked about it briefly on the show before i think on our sibling podcast sorry um mm. this idea of acquisitions incorporated so it's not necessarily yeah. about the adventuring it's about making a franchise of adventurers yeah and the, in their in the source book as well they have similar spells they have a spell called distort value <laughs> so it's the opposite yeah. of that but I, I but again as far as i'm aware they've not traveled to bytopia in wow. any of Feels those like they need to Right, because you think this is a perfect thing where they have to go, you know, set up a franchise here and that, you know, business, 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 because that's what mm. their sort of theme is all about. So I think yeah. that could work so well. And yeah, yeah, this idea of value, I just love that idea with, um, yeah, and it talks about this idea with, uh, you know, that streets are never empty and you're always haggling over the finer points at, you know, at the till at all hours, but mm. you always get a fair deal. They're not trying to screw you over in any yeah. way. They just want a fair thing for their stuff. And yeah, you're right with the idea of this, like the conclave of masters. Mm. Uh, they're all like, as long as we make good, you know, as long as it keeps, you know, keeps doing what you're doing, that's fine. Mm. So they allow for this, what sounds like this, this the mayor as a sort of like posturing, a sort of yeah. like over the top, you know, and you're like, this would make such a good thing. So all it yeah. takes is like one really bad uh, day at the market. And they're like, yeah. well, mm, it's time to, time you know, to change the mayor. Them out. Yeah, use the mayor yeah. as a scapegoat for anything and move it around. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think, think the the only the only the only quick things I was going to add mm. was that obviously it says um, yeah. So the credit is unheard of. So you know it's all mm. transacted on the spot. Uh, they sell pretty much everything except no evil practices. So yeah. no unsavory goods like cursed items and especially no slavery, yeah. which is quite nice to see. Um, yeah. And make it state it as an obvious thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's quite good. Um, but and I, I'll say this: I haven't read the adventure, but in the Adventures mm. in Conflict book, there is a map of the bazaar yeah, that you could use. Yeah, it's is not. It it's not. I had a look at it to be honest, and it is very much mm -hmm. like he's just some. He's some like he's a plan of a couple of like uh, out market stalls. It doesn't it's really. Very it's very small. Yeah, yeah, it's not very. It's not as like I was expecting something quite exciting and like areas of a bazaar. You know, like um. If you've ever looked at, like, if you've ever been to Morocco and been to the Great Bazaar in Marrakesh and, like, uh, I forget the name of the actual bazaar. I know Jam El Fina is the, is the actual big market square, but the, the, mm. the bazaar that's off it, I forgot the name of. Um, but that actually is, if you get the, if you look at them, if you can find a map of that, that is a beautiful map of which mm. they actually settle when you're there and, like, have on to, to try and help you um, go around it. It's a great example of a, of a good, like, winding yeah. uh, street markets. And then also, of the mm. and it's sort of like uh, people do arrange themselves amongst it into, you know, they, this is a little bit of the spices area and this is a little bit, you know, it, does, it doesn't always, like, define itself like that. But I think That's if you were cool. looking for something more... You're looking for a good off the shelf. Here's a map of a real place. Yeah, that's a good one to mm. use. Oh, that's, that sounds great. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, like I said, I haven't looked at the conflict and adventures mm. one, but I think yeah, if you were like, oh, I don't really like it yet, you can use anything like that. That's mm. that's a really really good example. Yeah. Like for me, the, the most sort of like uh, famous market that I know is Berry Market because it's world famous. It says so on its sign. Um, that's, that's <laughs> it's, is it Berry Market? Is it Berry Market? It's very oh, wow, famous. There you um, go. But it's but what but again, what's interesting? It's a similar sort of thing that like they've got all these stalls to play at, and mm. it changes all the time. And you know, so yeah. you, there's never like one perfect map of everything you could always do no, this exactly. that, the other but yeah I, I yeah there's so many inspirations you could do that so if you're like okay i need to find a map just google famous markets yeah and then put it in because you know the grand bazaar in istanbul as well is another great one that's a more ordered yep. one like if you want so like because that's the thing i was trying to think of like because i think that some of them are going to be more chaotic and some are going to be more ordered and it's like you've got to remember yes. that this place is very neutral so it's trying mm. to find that sort of attitude to things mixture kind of, of both yeah, you, yeah, find too, yeah you don't want it to be too chaotic yeah i'm thinking yeah. myself like here we've got stuff like uh, close to me Roman Road Market, which is just like a one long yeah. street of just constant, like loads of stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's Brick Lane, all, you know, yeah, exactly. uh, Borough Market, you know. So, Special again, fields. always. Any, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So, there's this, again, London yeah. has so many as well, but there's, again, I, we should always go further afield, like you said. So, yeah, and just, exactly. yeah, yeah. Ha, and go, go experience them yourselves now that if it's safe to do yeah. so, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, then I think the other, then the other main sort of like, uh, the, uh, the, there's a cool thing that I wanted to add, but I'll come back to the the the, the, the pub, <laughs> the the wandering yes. pub later. Yes. But the other key sort of like location very much relates to the peoples of of Bytopia. One of the the the, the, the pantheon that makes its home here, as we mentioned, is the mm -hmm. Gnomish pantheon, and so yep. um, with that they have a, a plate, they have like a a, a section of uh, Dothian that they inhabit called the golden hills and yes. each of these um seven hills i think i'm correct in saying mm -hmm. I want to yes. clarify. Yeah. one for yeah. each one for each god yeah yeah exactly uh, a rolling sort of area that is also known as dothian as well some people will refer to it in the area as dothian just because like you have to they, they have to you make have it to. <laughs> 
It's like Isgard. There's a place in Isgard called Isgard. Uh, Isgard. That you can Isgard. Yeah. <laughs> you can spell jammer in your spell jammer whilst reading the spell jammer in spell jammer. Spell jammer, spell jammer, spell jammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. What? Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but um, it's this warm, congenial domain sits like a crown atop an area of rolling terrain in Dothian and is marked by the golden tint all the plants and animals in the realm possess. The golden mm-hmm. grass, leaves, and toadstools aren't worth any jink, at least for any value other than the beauty, but the entire realm is suffused in the friendly golden glow of the Berg's residence. I think it's like, yeah. you're, just, you're just imagining that Teletubby bloom <laughs> oh my I mean? god oh well now that's that's my image ruined of the yeah, that's <laughs> like, it's just that bloom my... effect that you get when you watch many topics mm. but i think it obviously starts with gal glittergold who is the gnomish god of protection <gasps> humor trickery gem cutting cooperation and smithing who is the sort of head head of the pantheon i think is that correct? yeah like yeah the opposite there's uh, these sort of all, these different gnomes that live there the seven different gnomes and also the one we do not speak about and he's at the the top of this mm. sort of thing and again if you go back and i won't go beyond on it too much here but it's it's very good because he has this sort of attitude of like uh so mischief doesn't mean harm mm. so it's just like you know like it is yeah. like we should all work together and you know yeah. produce good work and keep going but it's okay not to take yourselves too seriously and that's yeah. very interesting because that point of view is very different to say the dwarves who have a very similar like you know, hard-working craft is really good, blah, 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 and they keep going and going and going, uh, but mm. to the point where it doesn't matter. Like, like there's actually, I can't remember which, again, this is where it's really bad, I can't remember which one it is, which one of the planes it is, where dwarves are like, we've sold our stuff, and people are like, oh, I'm getting a re- really good deal for this, and they're like, uh, it's not my best work. So, yeah, you, yeah, I can take that. Whereas here is very yeah. different, because it's just like, we're working very hard, we'll get a good deal for it, but we're going to have a bit of a, a laugh, because yeah. it's, you know, it doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, gnomes, yeah, it's, it, the Gold Gold role as leader of the pantheon is twofold to remind all gnomes to work together and to show them that while life sometimes may be difficult it's important to retain a sense of humor so yeah i kind of like i'm sort of yeah if i was going to choose a pantheon i'm thought yeah i'll go with gull next time if i'm ever going to play a character like i'll just like take that sort of it's kind of makes sense Um, i guess because it's the idea of trickery and playing pranks on people they're good natured and it's and the thing is that I guess the, the, the trick is like again it's always good to play a little prank and then have, have fun at it but it's, I think my worry would be people constantly like oh it's trickery so I'm going to mm. constantly play I'm going to constantly do this this and this yeah. and that no 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 it's just like have a good nature one you know it's like and it's more poking, poking, yeah. poking the fun of people who are being too serious and yeah. taking themselves too seriously note that mischief is not the same as harm yeah which I think exactly. is, it does make that note and I think it's really yeah and so, yeah, spells of illusion and phantasm school are enhanced on this le- on this area to benefit applies as long as a caster intends no harm in any of the realm's inhabitants. So it's that sort of like you want to just play a trick on someone for a joke, which yeah, then that you but you just it's good. And I think it's an interesting sort of like because players, uh, yeah, exactly, can just sort of like it's finding that line is uh, yeah is an interesting it's an interesting point. And I think it's quite I think it's good. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Really. No, I agree. I agree. And yeah, this little looking at the hills themselves, they sort of it, in this particular planescape book, uh, it talks about three mm. special areas where mm. three of the uh, nomad yeah. deities sort of say. So we've got the, the Gemstone Borough, the Mithril Forge, and Whisperleaf, and they're sort of mm. individual. Uh, yeah. Places, uh, yeah. and each of them are, are really interesting because again, it's mm. this idea of again because it's obviously it's a deity's sort of place, and so they are sort of infinite, and they can hold all the all the population of gnomes. And you're like, mm. yeah, but it's just one big tunnel and all that sort of thing. And yeah, like I I, I quite like here 
Mm. And I, it happened in the previous one as well with uh, um, with uh, the Beastlands and stuff like that. There are certain areas of spells that mm. obviously are more enhanced. So, like, for yeah. example, the gemstone burrow, you know, the benefit of animal friendship. Uh, to yeah. only digging and burrowing animals. Yeah. Uh, there's a big thing about digging and burrowing compared to other yeah. uh, animal types here, which I thought was quite good. You have to make no. it very specific. This like, is you're my, not... Yeah, this yeah. is my Wind of the Willows place because it has the Badger Lord, yes. the Gopher Lord, the Mole Lord, as I said. So they're all in there. They're all in their tweed jackets and going, oh, hello, Badger Lord here. And... <laughs> digging, yes. Are yeah, we going to have some tea? Yeah, digging, digging, digging. I don't know. Just kind of, I liked it. And, um, but I do like the chant on this one. We're deep in the burrows. There's a rumor to be uh, the treasure hoard of the Pantheon. I mean, it's called the Gemstone Burrow, isn't burrow, it? Right, so, like, yeah. what do you expect? And it's kind of like, oh, you say that to, to players, they're going to be. <laughs> Hello, yeah. I'm just here to have a wonder. What's down that corner? Is there something glittery? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but again, it's that sort of playing tricks on on people. You know, that yeah. that could be really play into it. And then you yeah. have stuff like the mithril forge, this idea of like yep. a, a living, breathing forge right out mm. of a huge vein of silverish ore. And that's the benefit you get, like almost like the benefit of a ring of fire resistance for one full day, even if you go and leave. Mm. Um, which is again, I guess for me, it's like it's just interesting. But like, would players go? Oh, we need to go. Find a dragon, a red dragon at some point. I know where we'll go. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. It, it, I guess it's it's interesting, but why? I don't know how you. Yeah. I, 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 I guess it's like oh, it's just something interesting, but I don't know if you'd ever gain any benefit as a player from it. If you just oh, I happen to be resistant for a day. Well, like, I think the other thing is know. any gnome who stands bathed in the light and heat of the Mithril Ford gains the effects of a ring of fire resistance for one full day, as you said, which is like mm -hmm. is that we yeah is which is the sort yeah. of as you said going there. But then I think if you're like. I don't know. I think it depends on how you want to. Like, if you're just thinking, like, uh, I, we need to forge a weapon. Here is let's not just go to the dwarven lands. Here is an uh, an alternate. You know, just another yeah. option of like let's go to the mithril forge. Because what's interesting about this that I like is that the tunnels extend under the other plane, so you can actually go between the planes there, and mm. the layer. Sorry, and to other planes. So you could yeah. be like. Um, it could be like you're stuck in the abyss and if you had a gnomish character maybe they have a connection to uh to this uh to um it is flandel steelskin then yeah. maybe they might be able to tunnel their way out of the abyss into this mm. plane or which could be fun or you could have accidentally yeah. gone through a tunnel on any pl on the material plane and end yeah. up here and this mm. is like and then get lost in the, and it's like about getting back from bytopia yeah. and the only way to get back from bytopia is by walking and it just gives you an opportunity to exist in another plane mm. if you want just a sort of break from like maybe your players have just been in a massive dungeon crawl and you've and suddenly yeah. you, you you they've they've kind of they wander down the wrong way on the way back and end up here it just could be like mm. a, an interesting break in your campaign mm -hmm. to sort of just like um experience something different and just get them in, in involved in a in you know there's there are some other stories later on but that might be a route in which is kind of how i saw yeah it. no I, I think that's completely fair and then if you think about the final place at the golden hills yeah. this whisperleaf place love it um it's which is great uh for various reasons you have like a, a wild wanderer the, the gnomish protector of of the glaze in the forest mm. but also the pe the patron of gnomish feeds mm. and so this idea I, i've never seen this before is that was that you get the benefit if you go to Whisperleaf, this sort of, this sort of half burrow, half cottage on the top of one of the hills by some trees. Uh, you gain the benefit, like you function as a level one fee for the duration yeah. of your stay on Bytopia. Yeah. Like, I like that. And 
I, that's a very cool thing. And I think here it's interesting because it plays into that idea of playing pranks on people because yeah. um, something you ventured off recording, this idea of when you leave, something is missing from your pack. It's not necessarily something vital, but something that you probably use quite a bit. And the only way you can get it back is if you play a, a significant or a decent sized prank on somebody else that doesn't yeah. involve violence. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. It's one, such yeah. a great idea. Yeah, so much mm. fun. You say, oh, I need that rope. And you're like, <sighs> you have to, I don't know. Now, what am I going to prank? Skin. How am I going to prank them? And it just allows your players to think, this is what I mean. Like, It's a good break yeah. in a campaign for just a bit of fun. You know, like, mm. let's just go here. You could take them to Whisperleaf and it's like, oh, you've just... And you, someone's pranked you, but at the same time, like five seconds, you, when you leave, you go, oh, you lost that. And then someone tells you, or like the only way to get it back is to, you know, when you're next at the, the walking tree, which we'll get onto, that mm. they tell you... Uh, yeah, though you, the only way you get it back is to do an equal or, you know, sort of prank on someone. So then your players will have this fun, like, idea yeah. of coming up with a good prank, good enough prank to get their stuff back. And, uh, I don't know, it's, just, it's, a, it's a nice little breather. It's, yeah, I d again, I, again, I'm taking it away slightly from the thing, mm. but there's, a, there's a, 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 so, a, a social deduction? No, a social party game that's come out called You Got Got. Oh, or yeah. don't get got or something like that and you get like little missions and everyone's at the parties playing and the idea is that oh, you yeah. have to play you have to get them to do yeah. something or so, so, so for example yeah. if, you, if you've got like a hat you've got you brought a hat to the party and you want to get another person to put them on without telling them to put it on so yes. you just wear it I've like, I, I watched a game where you get all oh, everyone gets roles to play a little cards to use in the game in, in a party situation to get away with this exactly. really yeah. oh, it, it's, it's, it's a great game there's a great review of it on Shut Up and Sit Down where the, the person's saying it was the most tense thing ever because I was like I need them to put on my hat and then they went away and they came back and they were wearing it and then it was like yes <laughs> like, and it's such a small little thing but, uh, Is that, they do a let's play of it do they and it's it's like a review of it, but they do like a recreation with minis. Um, right. I'll send it to you afterwards. It's very good. Oh, but yeah, I, so I think that could be something very like mm. again, if your players are like, I like you could send a message to one of your players saying you need to pull a pl prank on the paladin, and then yeah. but it but they can't know about it because if they know about it, that's yeah. you got got, isn't it? So you got like the idea of the rogues just like, uh, you know, just like they're going. Ooh, I need to think of something that's not cruel, but also like get it, and then just be like, "Ha! You got got! Yes, I get my thieves' tools back." <laughs> exactly. No, I love it. Oh, that's really yeah, good. That could, or your that component really pouch fun. or something like that. It's something that's yeah. like, yeah. No, that's yeah, really cool. Something that could that could be replaced, but it's it's more fun to sort of buy into that. Uh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. No, I that that makes me actually okay. That 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 would be quite a fun outside game mechanic to put in. I'm always a big fan mm. of like you know like the report yeah. cards thing from Strixhaven. That's the thing. It's like mm. okay, let's try it. you got got, but in uh, Bytopia. Oh, that's really cool. Fun. No, I like that. <laughs> okay, that's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so then the one last place to then talk about that I think was interesting is the Wandering Treant, as I mentioned, which yeah. is on the road from Tradegate to Yeoman, the most fortunate caravans find the Wandering Treant in, and it is, as it suggests, a wandering, moving uh, tree person. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes. so um, it wanders the stretch of that road and uh, you it stands at 80 foot tall. It's got like no fires are allowed clearly inside it but clearly, it, and there are yeah. no stables because if you've got horses you've just got to they've either got to follow along they're, or they've got to leave them they get you pulled behind you yeah uh, but it has places to stay and it's got it's good it's got like um, you know you can get salads to eat and stuff but there's obviously salads and cold yeah. meat dishes yeah, yeah. but I feel you could, I would use it as like a, 
like a train like it's in you get on and it will take you the route like i just think it just Ooh, goes yeah. back and forward and so you can just get on at trade gate if you were there mm. and you'd get onto the tree and then by the time you've spent a couple of days or a day on there you end up at, at yeoman or something like that and get uh you know yeah. you follow the path um yeah i quite i think? quite liked how like it said like yeah so obviously no fires on it, but i also like how it does have running water because of the roots yeah i thought that was quite fun oh, and then cool. it, and then there's like it talked a little bit about the beers and liquors you can have and they're like across yeah. the multiverse and it gave some yeah. examples and I'm like that's actually really cool this yeah. idea that you know it's because obviously it is a, a trance huge and that's mm. just like you've got these rooms stuff like that but also you could be like it's got the best seller in the world which could be a fun mini silly yeah. heist do you know what I mean yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly you need so to I get just, a, a, a bottle of a Borean wine or something like that for someone so you yeah know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, yeah. I think that is such a cool idea. It's like the, the moving pub essentially. And yeah, I like the idea that it is on a circuit, like you said, so you can get on and drop off and all that sort of thing. And mm. it actually has a really cool thing that like the partner of the tree is is the person that runs it, and it's an agreement. It's not like someone's latched on to. Oh, we've made a yeah. pub, and the tree ant doesn't know about it. The tree ant does know about it. So that's, yeah, that's, the, that's, the tree ant's in on the in on the on the on the the money basically on it. So yeah, like, yeah, which is runs it great. with their uh, partner who is. Fire? Fayai? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I thought that was, yeah, it's because yeah, we've not seen anything like that. We've had obviously, you know, the 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 you know the party train from um uh, Arborea that's like pff, carries on and that's more destructive, whereas it yeah. seems more like yeah. ship likes it takes its time. Yeah, exactly. And, as a ship yeah. is a good is is a, is a good example actually. I like that. Um that's sort of a good way of putting it. It's like a little pull, yeah. a ferry. A ferry, but a walking ferry. Yeah, a ferry. ferry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you ever ferry. been to the beach and they have those tractors that go in the water to take you? Mm. Yeah, it's like that. It kind of reminds me a bit like those, in a sense. Yeah. No, um, I I really such like a that. British way of getting into water, isn't it? On a tractor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the only other place I want to talk about before we move on to the other layer is yeah. uh, the, the Baku graveyard, because oh, yeah. this is on this layer. So this idea, again, going back to that sort of like, uh, it's like a herd of like great woolly tusk beasts that roam near an air, like a large grove, uh, grove sorry, of ancient trees. And it's supposed to be like, rumored to be like a graveyard for the, that holy holy orders of the Baku, which mm. is very sim... I always assumed it was similar to trees themselves, the tree and stuff, but I believe now it's, they are separate. Um, and it's like nobody ever goes in and nobody ever comes out because if you go mm. in, not only have you got the tree ends, but you've also got the, the baku and they're just going to, you know, it's a holy site for them. So yeah. they're going to just they'll stop you. They'll, they'll put you in the dead book, so to speak. But yeah. then it's sort of, you know, it's like, well, why, you know, why, A, why would you go in there anyway? Because it's obviously, for us, but like, you know, it's not, not for us. But also, it sort of mentions offhandedly, it's like, oh, it's actually maybe where the younger Baku sort of come about. And yeah. so maybe it's that they're protecting stuff. You're like, well, that makes sense. Mm. And then it's kind of, that's kind of it. And you're like, mm, I don't, I don't know. There wasn't enough there. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it didn't have a lot to it. It was just kind of like, this is where it is. But I think it was one of those, like, we're leaving it up to, to, yeah. to you to figure that out sort of thing. I think they're a very interesting creature, by the way. Did you actually look at any photos of them? So I've just picked no, them up now. Really. I will get some on screen. But they are yeah. a chimeric creature. So they are a, a an elephant meets lion sort of creature. It, dep it depicts it differently in other things, but it's like a, a leonine elephant. Uh, and the best photo I found is this one, and I will try and get it up on the screen, Ooh, but is yeah. that one. Yes. Oh, I see that now, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. They're quite I, an interesting. It's quite, you know, so there's. Yeah, there's, like a bipedal, but like, yeah, strong hind legs, but yeah, the tusks, but also elephant like. How interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I typed in Baku into Google and I just got the capital city of Azerbaijan. So As- like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Which is where yep. the um, Formula One is. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I was like, no, that's not that's not what I'm looking for. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so they're very interesting. I guess maybe then a, a plot hook would be like, oh, we've heard that there are rumors of younger Baku. Uh, we want to steal one. Uh, and it's like a heist that you get put on for that, you know, mm. and, and maybe a bit of a po- poaching type thing, but it's obviously bad, and like mm. the ethics and all that sort of thing as well. Could be, it could, could be an yeah. interesting one on that. It month, could maybe. actually, yeah, as a way, or, or you could be roped into protecting the, you know, mm. like the they need to the, the because they have the their the child is a holy one, and so like maybe you mm. you have to like help get them out of the the like from somewhere to another plane or something like that or they've been sort of taken you've got to get them back or I don't know there's some things that you could use for that or even just like yeah. I don't know maybe yeah, yeah maybe, maybe like the, the march of the Baku like march of the penguins type thing they, they just you know they, they there's a big sort yeah. of shift or a march and you they have to come yeah. here and you have to protect them so yeah you yeah. know what I like that better than the poaching one so yeah. I'll I'll take yeah. that one yeah. instead okay. <laughs> um I think then, uh, whilst we're talking about like particular creatures, then and then when we're like shifting planes in the skies mm. between, there are things mm. called air sentinels, which are more oh. uh, common in the other plane, but they're, they're a specific sort of in the picture of the of the they're plane. They horrible. are a sort of fishy-like creature that floats in the sky, but they are a they are a helpful creature, particularly on the other plane the layer, which is Shuruk, the storm racked, as it's known. Mm. Um, so as we said, Shuruk is the is the more rough and uh, raw uh, sort of landscape mm-hmm. uh, they suggest that it's that it's um, that the the sort of chaotic winds and stuff are a, 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 a rem uh, are brought upon by the um, the evil uh, uh, the evil god of the pantheon if you've got their name now uh, Erdel Erdel yeah who's like sort of cursed the land a little bit with it mm. in sort of thing and there was also a beautiful story there was a beautiful story actually at the beginning of the book um of this chapter uh in the is it in this chapter or is it uh yeah so which is about the source of the light i forgot to mention this whilst we're in the sky mm. mm-hmm. uh which comes from um the uh the indian uh pantheon so uh, an unnamed sound god trapped the sky between the two layers, and another shake their heads and say that an East Indian power, uh, Sav- Savitri, which I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, Savitri, um, lights the daytime sky. One chant goes that the ages eons ago, Savitri had a large realm of Vitopia where he lived with his pious and gentle wife. It seems that Savitri was a noble and wise prince who sought not wealth in the wife, but in love. And in some sort of this legend was the no princess married to a wise hermit. And there's a lot more going on. But upon, uh, they fell in love, soon were married, but one year after the marriage she died, and the cause of her death is unknown. Uh, when the god of the dead arrived to claim her, uh, he followed them to the underworld. So it's very similar to the Greek uh, story of Orthe- uh, Orpheus, isn't it? Orpheus, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it has a very uh, links to that similar thing, and mm. speech convinced um, uh, Yama, who is the god of the under- of the dead, uh, was deep love with his wife, and the god of the dead re- relented, returning her to life, and each morning's daylight means that he is still committed to his old home, and though he's not returned again to live there, it's so that his light proves that love is stronger than death. Uh, That's and the, so cool. the god of the day, Long Sun, now spends most of the time on Elysium, um, no, in no small part to his conquest over the power of death. So it's kind of like a lovely, just bit of, I don't know, just a little bit of lore and story mm. uh, that is kind of just kind of, I just like the idea yeah. that there's, 
at the heart of this, there's something additional, which is this sort of love conquering death that could that you yeah. could play upon and add uh, a layer additional if you so wished. Or mm. and there is uh, uh, one of the adventures in this uh, in mm. that book uh, takes you to the underworld. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, and uh, relates somehow to this. Yeah, so that's a really interesting. I, that that's yeah. point I was going to make. So yeah. I think when you have folklore tales like that, which are really interesting, because like, because I feel like, com- say compared to Curse of Strahd, I know I'm not going to give you any spoilers for it, um, where it gives you there are folklore stories which are pertinent to the like, oh, what's going on in the bigger picture and ha- what's involved with your players. I just like the idea that they overhear like a story being told about mm. this folklore and stuff like that, and it's just, it's it's not. It's not nothing to do with them. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing to do with like the grander scheme of what they're doing. It's just a really cool thing. I, I mm. think sprinkling stuff like that in is really important, and I think we should do more of that. Like, yeah. you sit by a campfire. What are you guys doing tonight? Are you asking questions or stuff like that? And they're like, mm. I'm just listening in. And they're like, Okay, here's my t- time to shine and tell you all the lore that I've learned about. Uh, you know, yeah. which I think exactly. could work really well. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's the thing, and it's that nice little you could hear that story when you're in the in the wandering tree, and couldn't you? I was going to exactly. say by a fire, Perfect. but not by a fire. <laughs> by, uh, yeah, but by uh, like a, a warming stone or something like that. Like maybe yes. you could do some sort of heat metal. It'd be like yeah, it'd be like some illusion magic. Yeah, because exactly. illusions are more enhanced on this, yeah. this plane in general. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no. So that's uh, yeah. So then once we move out of the sky and over to the and it goes <laughs> the underworld, <laughs> the, the upside down, um, we find ourselves in Shurug now. It, as it says, it is very much about mines and glades for for I mean, forests for for lumber and digging down for materials such as you know, you know metal or as well as yeah. gems, uncut gems, and all this sort of thing. Yeah. So there aren't as many sort of areas of like import around here uh, no. as there is on because it hasn't got like a place like Yeoman or anything like that. There is the, no. the so you, if you've gone up the centre spire and down again, you would find at the bottom of this place there is the Last Chance Inn. Uh, I think great. it's called Love which is a great name. Uh, before you make the 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 the, the climb, uh, and that mm. is uh, basically a, a place where you can rest before you before you get up there. Yeah, and that's the waypoint essentially. Mm. Exactly, mm. it's like a base camp for for for. for yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Again, you can have a lot of fun with that with people going. I can't do it. It's like, You've got all the way here. Mm. Come on. No, I can't. It's too yeah. scary. <laughs> like, One of the. What cool... if I fall? <laughs> exactly. One of the cool things I do like in Centipire is that you can travel. So in Shurok at the base, uh, there's lots of tunnels. Uh, into the ta- uh, into the um, into the spire, and you could try and make your way up instead of being on the outside, mm. but from the inside, um, yeah. uh, because they've mined into that uh, into that spire. But there is a, a gate at the point in the cavern where there's the shift of the of the um, of the mm. of the of the um, the gravity the points essentially, yeah. And because it's positioned not really belonging to either of the layers, its destination changes. So most often, yes. a cutter passing through it can find themselves on the astral plane. Uh, but for unknown reasons, uh, or at least unspoken reasons, sometimes the gate delivers its passengers to the last layer, the first layer of the Beastlands, or Bytopia, or onto the Outlands, or another dark unknown to any boat that's on certain rare occasions might deposit you on Gehenna, Carceri, or the Grey Wastes. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. could be a fun little little mini 
issues. Yeah, that you're like, oh, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just go quick jaunt in the inside. Yeah, and then, yeah, safer. then you, then you yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that was quite a cool little. Mm. But then, because also it means like you can go somewhere else, but that means also other people can come in this way. Yeah. Um. So that could be an interesting like incursion point if you were having exactly, stuff from yeah. places that oh, yeah. inside the map. Like an you know, inverse so of uh, that battle of. Uh, keep the keep, whatever it's called. I've forgotten the name of the keep in Lord of the Rings, whatever it is. Uh, uh, oh, oh no, no! Why did you do this before? Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but it's like the inverse of that because they're coming through the keep instead of the other way yes. around. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Because uh, uh, I've got to mention Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. That's it. Uh, and then because I've got to mention every dragon there is on every plane. Uh, there's oh, yeah. the layer of the adamantine adamantite dragon, um, which is a dragon you don't hear of very much. Um, oh. But uh, they have a crystalline cavern, uh, which oh, cool. is uh, which is in its own self is blinding to those who are, uh, you know, willing to do evil towards them. Whilst it is still yeah. blind, but it's still bright and like blooming for people that are, and they can become dazed and dizzy by it. Uh, and yeah. On top of the fact that it is got gems as well <laughs> in their yeah. horde. I, um, I like that that dazzling thing. So it can be one to one d ten hours for yeah. anyone in general. But yeah. if you're evil, it's one d d four. Like days. Blinded. Oh, yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I've got that wrong. 1d10 yeah. rounds yeah. and 1d4 hours. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's like, it, so it's really interesting. Like, you still can't see. No. Like, oh, Mary's evil. Oh, well, <laughs> she knew this this whole time. Um, but yeah, this this dragon, yeah. I, I'm going to say this wrong. Uh, Mercy Allah. Uh, she, they, they yeah. are um, a self-appointed guardian of all that is good in the rugged area of Shirok. Mm. Which I was just like, oh, that's quite a yeah. cool little. She keeps title. the layers safe for mortals and petitioners as she can. So she's a very po like um, good aligned dragon that that goes mm. around, whatever that means again. But like, yeah, it's yeah. just goes, but is there as like a protector of the lands and is there to you know, you know, you can find yourself as like a um, uh, you know uh, uh, refuge in there in mm. their layer. Which I think is is nice. They've also like um, there's like a little mini sort of story with one of the which is that there's a two minions of set so uh, from the Egyptian pantheon is going after the other Egyptian power in here Tefnut uh, and so mm -hmm. they have stopped tried to figure out and stop people trying to come in and attack uh, uh, yeah. each other. Um, very cool. I, I also like the little the little note about the rust dragon may have found its way yeah. in because some of the the rich mineral veins are just disappearing, and so maybe that's a little yeah. go fight a rust dragon on behalf of a adamantite dragon. It's always useful to have a dragon on your side if you can do a good, you know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, do do them a favor, and yeah. then you'll get a yeah you get a dragon on your back. That's mm -hmm. a really cool. Yeah, I like that. And then you have something. Um, yes. I guess the final big thing yeah. in this is. Um, we talked about Titans last episode at mm. Carceri. Uh, there's now a Titan in this place. Yeah. And we both, I think I struggled with Epimethus. Um, yeah. This idea that they've just sort of turned up mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, I will build a home here. I will build yeah. a place here. Uh, they, and I will say, again, the terminology about this isn't great because obviously it's from a, from a different era. But I like, the, the phrase I liked is that this person is a nice titan but causes more harm than good i think yeah. that's a really nice personality thing and it's not necessarily yeah. that they're low intelligence or anything like that. it's more like i'm just trying to help and that the more yeah. they try and help the more harm they do so but, they you know the yeah. huge build this huge tower it's mm. too big it falls over and they're like oh no and we've mm. all been in those diy projects where you just sat around surrounded by instruction manuals and bits of wood and you're just like mm. i don't know 
I don't know. Am what I, I right in thinking that uh, this is the Titan that um, has tried to ignore their intelligence? Is that right? Is that correct? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I might be getting confused. But they do things without thinking. They've tried to yes. per- perfect a way of doing things without thinking, which is why the only faction that really comes into play here is the Cyphers, which is the Transcendent Order, is also what they're known as, mm-hmm. whose base philosophy is that you do without thought. You it, And they are very much, um, they're sort of, on the pl- in planes in sigil their home is a is the training grounds and it's all about action without thought mm. it's about finding the sort of natural flow of the body and doing things like trying to get mm. in one with the with the natural order so that you or whatever is immediate so that you would do a one with the universe because you're not yeah. adding your consciousness onto it you're basically affecting what seems right at the time and so oh, they've got okay. interested with this character also mind affecting spells such as confusion and maze or enhance when at this site due to the titan's influence on that yeah the, um, yeah which I, again i thought that was yeah i, mm. I like that thing as well i think it's just again it's a description of like again maybe yeah. it's like oh well, they're not all there no i know yeah. there is that which i'm trying to overcome i'm just trying that as in I'm yeah, yeah, that yeah you can take yeah, that I, in a more positive way which is taking exactly. on that sort of like more thought without action sort of point yeah which i which is true because we do yeah, that all the we, time everyone, <laughs> yeah exactly we, and um, yeah. but their tower that they've made, this uh, ridiculous mm. tower, just makes me think of anyone Google some Frank Geary buildings. You'll understand what mm. I mean by that. But there's also um, uh, as a Bathite or Bathonian or whatever it is. Um, there's a famous person called Beckford uh, who is was who gained their money from ill-gotten gains. So you can so um, you know they're not very nice. Then the family wasn't a very nice family. However, this person was really just like the classic rich kid didn't do any like just became a poet and just laid about and spent all his family's money um i have heard of this guy yeah yeah, yeah yeah and he has there's a tower that looks over bath that uh was one part of the rest of the house and that burnt down but all that's left is this tower which used to stand go and sit up and ponder life and the meaning of the world and write poetry from which sounds all very lovely <laughs> sort of like it's, oh, yeah, it's all right great, it's, it's all right for some isn't it you just can sit yeah, and yeah, sit yeah. and overlook over the valley of bath but he also had this place called font hill abbey which mm. um he made a house that looked like an abbey and there's drawings of it and it is the entrance is like huge and it has this it's just literally a huge cathedral like space it was one of the biggest houses i think ever in the country uh and it had this tower that just kept falling down because it was just bigger and bigger and it never made and it continued to like it kept burning down kept falling down this house and it doesn't exist anymore there's just ruins of it Mm. now there is nothing of Mm. it and it just reminded me of that this sort of like you could play it if you want i'm just thinking if you wanted to get away from the sort of like connotations of that and also just ignoring beckford's negative connotations but if you had this idea of of maybe a titan who is more like just going on a, go- a more this like going ever greater and grander Ooh. ideals yeah. but never really reaching them because they've just they just want to go more and more and more and it keeps failing because of that yeah yeah story. rather yeah it's not necessarily the the the, the, the will is there the, yeah. the passion is there but the commitment it, to follow through and to, yeah. to take the time to plan yeah exactly uh, do it right it's actually there it's just like i want to make it bigger let's just do it greater and greater and greater but never yeah, actually thinking better. of structural connotations yeah. of what that is and just like yeah yeah, so that, I like I do like that interpretation a lot more. I think yeah, I, yeah that makes it and it and I like the idea that yeah that that yeah it's not not seen as a threat or anything like that. No. It's that sort of like okay, well we'll deal with it's it. That sort of it goes with that sort of craft as well of like wanting to create something mm. beautiful and magnificent, but sort of Ooh, yeah. lacking both elements of the of the process. So very uh, as, uh, as aesthetic, yeah. but uh, 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 but not. Um, yeah. 
like yeah the form I like that not following the function or sort of like you know the sort of thing yeah no I, I actually like that a lot uh, I guess speaking of like the politics perhaps mm. and the little bit of factions uh, there isn't much on no. Bytopia there's not much that people want to fight over although yes. there's been this talk from the Order of the Plains Militant mm. that they're now recruiting people in places like uh, Yeoman mm. and stuff like that because they again it's that idea of hoping to steal large chunks of planes yeah. to add them to their own plane in Mount Celestia and you're like yeah. Hang on, what? Excuse you know, me. It's, it's quite, yeah. it's quite cheeky, right? And I like that. That again, it's like that the charity, um, mm. the chuggers we call them in the UK. But this idea that people just keep going up and you're like, why? Hang on, I, and it's like, this is good. I've never like, heard of this a, term, chuggers. Sorry, I don't. Chuggers, know. yeah, it's charity muggers is the slang. Oh. Right. Um, uh, they, they, they get you outside with the clipboard and stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Again, uh, that is just UK slang. Okay. <laughs> just before we go to it. But I like this idea that they're trying, but they're also trying to like clamp down on this like freewheeling mm. business deals that occur mm. on the plane. So they, they're the ones that are introducing taxes, tariffs, yeah. forms, bureaucracy. And they're that's it, isn't the it? Trade. Like turning it into a more law, because they want to turn it into a more lawful plane <laughs> to then, for then it to transition, like we've talked about in. Um, Aboria, uh, where it Aboria, moved over yeah. to to um, to uh, Macanus because it got too lawful. Uh, because yep. and uh, no, it got more evil, didn't it? Sorry, it got more evil because it was already lawful, but it's it's ev- it it became more neutral because it it balanced its yes. good with evil thanks to the harmonium yeah. being bastards. And in this one, they're yep. trying to make it more lawful so that it goes good lawful um, and moves over mm-hmm. to them. Which I think is interesting because actually they've implied a lot more conflict in. Uh, they've tried very hard, Wizards Coast, to apply more conflict in these good aligned planes. So there mm. is something to adventure on because there is, and mm. they're using the system very well. I'd say that they've done. I just I'm just congratulating them in some respects. It's giving them a bit of a boost in that they have worked yeah. to say that they have worked hard on those planes to allow adventures to occur, based mm-hmm. on you know some of the harmonious stuff. You know, is actually I think could you could be, it could be done better in a, it nowadays. But like I think yes. it's interestingly playing on those themes, and I think it's something mm-hmm. that allows other DMs just to go there and think about it in that sense. You know, try and yeah. I just put here, this opens you up as experiences to take any plane. Like we mentioned about you could make an evil, it might be more of an evil part of this where it starts mm. to transition into battle because it becomes lawful evil, or it becomes neutral evil, so it ends up in the grey yeah. waste because they start getting too greedy. Because there is someone, mm. it says, who's becoming slightly too greedy yes. uh, in yeah. uh, in one of the areas, who's like mm. holding on to too much of the good ore and asking mm. for too much money and sort of becoming... Um, too all-powerful in their sort of small village. Little and so you village, could yeah. see that sort of shifting and maybe it becomes like a berg that's sort of mm. like a land berg that sort of shifts out and it's like, could you stop, you know, that happening? I, I don't know. It's it, The whole alignment thing is a, is a hard, is, is, a, is an interesting thing to tread. And so... Yeah how to tread that um sensitively and well is 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 always a, is something to, to be aware of but i think yeah. there is adventures in there or maybe yeah know, i don't know it could be interesting no no i i think you're right i know we always come to that and going do we need alignment anymore all this sort mm. of thing but i think what's so cool going through the planes as we did like listen to all the other episodes we've done on this yeah. i think it's so interesting because before i used to i still 
put certain things together, but when I'm there, when we're reading it through, I'm like, oh, this player is like this. How do I feel about it being good yeah. or evil as a player? And then yeah. it's up to the DM to play on yeah. that and then that, that tropes us to play that. So yeah, I think 100%, if you want to mash two planes together, reading them both, obviously, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. But then you're like, well, how would this plane try and influence this other plane to steal layers? I think stealing layers exactly. or, or, or taking layers is such an interesting, because it's such a power play. It's such a, yeah, I just it's an interesting thing, because again, you could easily just have it as a normal D&D game where it's like, oh, this town has taken over these fills and it's encroaching, it's getting bigger. The influence mm. of that, like you'd have it on a smaller one. Why wouldn't you have it in a more multiverse, okay. like planar one? Yeah. So that's good. I think Sh what the Planescape does is because it pushes the alignment very heavily onto the planes, it does then expose the, the actual greyness within the planes as well mm -hmm. in those alignments. And I think it does allow people to make, to give your players an option to, to judge to, to not judge, but like as in to make a judgment on how their character would feel about those things. So yeah. I think it pushes your character to really investigate what it means to be good and to be lawful good and in a very extreme version of it. And so mm. as much as I always say alignment is there as like, I always think it's great to add more and more to your player, your character at the beginning to help you just try and get into your player. But I'm never going to be yeah. someone that says, oh, you're not playing it neutral evil. You're not no. playing it this. I just think it's yeah. always there to, it's just a thing to aid you in like realizing your character and giving and helping you communicate that between in a way that is somehow uh, uh, a way to thing. But I think there are better, better ways than, than think, that, like th yeah. than doing that. Uh, but I think I'm, I can see why it's a useful tool. And I think this allows you to investigate it in a very I think interesting way. I've, I've yeah, something I've learned very recently. I know we've got to talk about magical conditions in a second, yeah. but one thing I do want to say is that in improv, it talks. I've had a couple of lessons recently where it talks about like always have a strong opinion about something and be affected by it, and then they'll give you a topic, and it'll be a topic that you don't necessarily know much about. Like for example, like uh, I actually got the topic of uh, architecture the other day, and I was like, okay, and I was like, well, I like some buildings, you know, and I, I could go off that. But a lot of the time, we started off. Lots of the people started out going, I actually don't know very much about this. And obviously the whole point was being truthful, etc. I think something like this, where you get, here's how the plane is, it's all about business and it's about this, this and this. You as a person will have an instant reaction going, well, I don't like that, or I find that intriguing. And I think playing true to that is very important and having that opinion. Because you might be like, oh, I don't care. But I think I think most players would care when presented with something because it will go against some of the belief you have. Whereas like other topics like you know if you, you just said oh it's about business you might be like well i don't know much about business but if you say oh it's about business because i've got this this and this you're like oh well i do care about that in a way so i just think mm. tell your players that you'll have feelings about it and act on that and have that opinion always have an opinion about something and it will make for better role play in, in general point. yeah mm. let's talk about magical conditions okay magic conditions then. it's actually not mm. got a lot Really? No, I know. It? It's it's again. I, I think it's interesting going from law, which has loads and loads and loads of yeah. stuff, and now it's like magical conditions. You could do whatever you want. This is like yeah. one of the least restrictive planes as far as spell mm -hmm. casting go, which is yeah. quite good. There's no like overarching conditions. Obviously, we talked about little bits and pieces here and there. Um, the only real thing to of note, I think, is that any elemental spells mm -hmm. that have sort of wide ranging effects require successful save etc but even then it's not going mm. to really work as you intended because the plane doesn't want to be changed yeah. which i quite like it wants and to be very we, okay. elementally neutral i think you i would say that mm. when you're yeah because either it's it wants to be very calm or it wants to be very rugged uh, in terms of element weather conditions so it doesn't really to do with mm. that so yeah 
That's yeah, true. I think it's it because it, it again it talks about in the in this particular chapter it talks about like um, this idea that uh, the planes because the way they look is almost like a, a zip essentially like they're being pulled apart mm. and there's a there's a story about like how whether or the, the rumors about whether that's the multiverse trying to pull them apart because they're so they're slightly different or that's where they want to be and they're trying to stick together and I just the, the two layers that is and I think that's just really interesting that this as a result this elemental stuff just doesn't work because it's like it's mm. not what the plane wills it yeah and I quite I quite like that as a result yeah, I think that's cool. just like really cool yeah that's cool I also I think, like yeah, the divination thing which is I was just literally about to say about divination yeah. I thought that was very sweet uh, go for it if you want to do a clairvoyance you have to find a reflecting pool or reflecting surface or a mirror uh, craft, but crafted on the plane um, yes. or claw audience you need to find a thicket of trees and put your ear up to a tree to hear the distant NPCs conversations I, I love that and um, yeah I, might I, just, I think for me, mm. I think for me, the divination stuff because uh, like any element, so it's like any element mm. of the plane that you're mm. on or its products. So I like the idea that you bring out like your made in, mm. <laughs> made in bag, and you're yeah. pulling out something that's all stamped on with all the yeah. seals and stuff, and you use them. I, love I that. thought that was quite cute. Like everything's made in, everything's local and fresh. <laughs> I think I could say this on here because it'll be going out late enough that it won't be a spoiler. But I might be playing a divination wizard back in Personal <gasps> Strad. Ooh, exciting for a little bit yeah so I'm, nice, the, nice, the rest nice. of the players don't know it apart from me in the dm i'm going to turn up one day and surprise <sighs> them but That's i'm thinking cool. now i was like every divination i'm just going to play my divination spirit wizard very much like when they want to cast the clairvoyance they're going to pull they're going to just scoop up some water in a bowl and look into it and mm. if they want to listen to something they'll go up against a tree because they're meant to be kind of the a sort of kooky mage uh, that's sort of like been it. in the wilderness for a bit long so I think that would be quite fun actually so I, I, I did I like the inspiration so I gained from that um, and no, it's I, got the so cool. basic good versus evil as well necromancy thing which is life helps yeah. death doesn't death doesn't yeah pretty much it's like duh, duh. I like that um, I'll, I'll quickly say because mm. I know we're sort of, we need to sort of wrap up um, the D&D 5th edition optional rule mm. is an interesting one I don't I think we've had something similar but I, oh, I, yeah. again it's made me a long time so this is the optional rule is persuasive goodwill so at the end of each long rest taken on this plane a visitor that is neither lawful good or neutral good must make a DC 10 wisdom saving throw so not particularly high on a yep. fail save, the creature's alignment changes that to lawful good or neutral good which is ever is close to their current alignment. Okay. Uh, the change becomes permanent if the creature does not leave the plane with one in one d four days. Otherwise, it right. reverts to normal after one day spent on a different plane. Or casting display um, casting the spell good and evil also restores its original alignment. Mm. The idea it's permanent that is yeah. so infectious. It's like, isn't it wonderful? Everyone's very nice. Yeah. I worked very hard and yeah. I sold it for what it's worth. Everything yeah. is wonderful. And you're like, Lovely. oh god, no personality at all. <laughs> I hate this person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's Fiona's character coming out there. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I guess overall, let's say it's like, yeah, this this heaven of productive work uh, the satisfaction of a good of a job well done i'm just like for me that's like ever so slightly tinged with smugness mm. like you've got your work done you've got it done in plenty of time and you feel good about it whereas i'm like oh every time i finish it i'm like thank god that's gone Phew, right oh <laughs> like i don't feel yeah. i i guess i do feel i do feel job satisfaction i'll say that now but at the same mm. time i don't think i feel that every single time but i don't know it's just quite an interesting like yeah I, yeah I, maybe i have too many feelings about this before this episode <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That is fair. Well, okay. Well, um, so I think then, with that, we have mm -hmm. covered the plane of Bytopia. Yes, the twin yeah, paradises. The twin paradises. Yeah. Uh, a plaster or spender. Yeah. So, 
now we've been here, yes. we've done a hard day's work. We worked hard at yep. making this, reading I feel about it. With it. Where yep, what good. are we getting for the what are we getting for the fruits of our labor? Where are we going next? What are we gaining for all that hard work? <laughs> Where are we going? We're going back. We're, we're going back. We're going to Gehenna, the fiery slopes of Gehenna, the plain of suspicion and greed. And it's most notable for having four steep volcanoes and lesser volcano earthbergs drifting in the air. So it's going to be horrible. It's also, Hooray! it's got one of the coolest places names, the Wandering City, the Crawling City, I'm a big <gasps> fan of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've always wanted to do something in Gehenna. Like, I just, there's something about it. I think it's such an interesting plane. It's got such an interesting because it's on mountainsides, it's got really interesting like gravitational pulls. It's yeah. like, it's so, I, I, I don't know, there's something about it that just is like the evil one, but because of all the suspicion, mm. it feels like you could have really great campaigns in there. So How I'm quite eager to get stuck in some Yeah, I, I will be completely honest, I don't know much about Gehenna. I, I know it's referred to mm. quite a bit in D&D uh, yeah. lore and stuff like but for me it's always been oh, the nine hells of battle and all that sort of thing. So yeah. it feels like, uh, you know, sometimes it's just like all Sort of put together slightly so yeah. coming, i know we're coming to the end of it so i feel i feel i can see bits of like you know gehenna i can see bits of uh the the place that was on a slope uh which i can't remember off the top of my head yeah. uh uh not mount celestia uh not Macarnus. i'm going no, back from another way oh. yeah uh it was wasn't it one of the places in was it, it wasn't Archeron. Uh, Archeron, yeah exactly no. i think oh no uh yes it, yes it was matter. i think it was Wait, oh. it's on a slight slope, slightly. Yeah, I don't know. But it has, anyway. it has. It takes a lot of influences from that. But it's the it's mm. the sort of like I think the crawling city would be a great urban setting, super Ooh. evil, super urban. I'd mm. make it very film noir, and mm. I think it could be a really cool like. Uh, neutral campaign sort of thing. I think it could be quite an interesting. I guess, yeah, I, I think it maybe it sounds like it could be a cool place to like flip it. So if you were like I don't know, in Water Deep or something, and then yeah. you flip into this place, it's, yeah, it's almost I mean, like a yeah. mirror image. Exactly, yeah, like a very cool. evil. A Baldur's Gate, etc. Water Deep is what I see it as. But there's very mm. little online about it. There's very little like there's no map of the crawling city. I'm like, why is no one like? I just think it's a it's a, an untapped resource that I'm excited Ooh. that I think when people okay. hear about it, I think it'll be interesting. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that. But of course, until next time, you yes. can, you know, you can hold back, but you can also watch any of our VODs or listen yes. to any of our episodes of this show, sure the DM's Travel Book Club. It's all the links of the DM's Travel Book Club. We also have our sibling show, the DM's Book Club, where mm -hmm. we talk about all different things. Like, obviously, we've got ones about gnomes. So we've talked about quite a lot of them in this, but we've got other things as well. We've talked about mm -hmm. rangers. We've talked about uh, Ravnica, another world set. Yes. We've done races on that, uh, classes, uh, even... Even obscure things like casting people in D and D films. Exactly. Uh, so yes. if you want to have fun with that, go check that out. We're on all uh, podcasting platforms. We're also on YouTube as well. But right. until next time, folks, we will see you on the fiery slopes of Gehenna. Uh, yes. <laughs> have fun. Keep safe, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. See you on the flip side of this plane. Uh, of this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.